I'm Stacy. Hey, I'm Steph. Welcome to Harnessing Your Power, where we discuss everyday topics to break through the stigma and harness our power through self-mastery. Tune in every Tuesday to join us in conversation as we dig deep into our minds and get closer and closer to our highest self. Hello. So excited to be back. Stacy and I were not on last week because it was Stacy's birthday last Thursday. So happy belated, even though, you know. Um, but also, we were both getting ready to travel or in the process of traveling. And we just want to make sure that we always bring our best selves forward and come with everything that we would want to hear as well. So, yeah, Stacy, you can go ahead. And- yeah, it was. And I know. Um, we're both actually getting ready to travel again this weekend, which is amazing, and I'm super excited for it. And it's kind of how we came up with the topic for this week, which is change your environment, change your mindset. So we both have been going through all this traveling where our environment is constantly changing, and it's been an amazing experience to see how that has transcended to everything else and um, just caused different growth in our life. So to get started, I do have a question to ask everyone and to ask you, Seth, and that is how important do you think your environment is for your mindset? And how do you think your environment affects your mindset? Sorry, Lily's barking. (laughs) Okay. Lily (laughs) Bell. Um, I do want to wait for a couple answers to come in before I answer. Um, if we get some, or not if, I'm hoping we get some responses. Yes, I'll say it again. How important do you think your environment is for your mindset? And how can your environment affect your mindset? Oh, it's because Maya's home. Oh, my bad. All right, cool. So how, actually, Maya, since you're here, how important is your environment to your mindset? Oh, my gosh. Put that on the spot. Weird, Let's hear it. Okay, well, special guest. Um, it is extremely important to, I think, every aspect of your life because you can do your best to stay positive, right? Be in a good state of mind, and you can be in a negative environment, and you can be doing your best to to stay positive but it's the energy like the energy really does transfer energy is important and people even if you don't limit yourself or you don't believe in yourself the fact that they might limit themselves and not believe in themselves it really might affect you as well so your environment is extremely important you got to surround yourself around the right people and the right i'm out of breath (laughs) (laughs) i think that's what i was jamming in my car but it's it's extremely important. It really is because I have been through it. I literally have in my workspace. I have done my best to stay positive, and um, the fact that everybody else is in positive, it was it was definitely affecting me as well. And I can tell and I can feel it. And I did not like it because I'm like I don't know why I'm feeling like this. I think it's just the negative energy and the toxicity that I'm around, and it really does get to you. So yeah, that's my definition. Wow! Thanks, Maya. You're welcome. Thank you. Maya. Hi, Katie. All right, so I'm going to read some of these. And then, actually, she hit a lot of points that I wanted to hit, so I'm really excited. And I saw that Brittany hit on a point that I really wanted to touch on. Um, So Britt said, 
I think environment is one of, if not the most important things in regards to your mindset. Um, and then she followed with, when my house is a mess, my mind is a mess. When I'm around people of a higher frequency, I am on a higher frequency. And Tyler said, very important, when you're in an environment where people don't understand or see your vision, they can almost allow you to doubt yourself. And I think that's very close to what Maya said too. Like, if you're setting a cap on something, like, is that also affecting me? But um, when you were talking about that's how we came to this, I feel like we, I was at convention for anybody who follows me, I'm sure you saw a gazillion stories from convention. But something that I was talking to Stacey about afterwards is there's nothing like being around a group of individuals who genuinely just wants to level up together, who genuinely just want to be better and do better. And everything that is being talked about is about growth and about being on a higher frequency versus being doubted or having somebody said, when you have other people who doubt themselves, you can doubt yourself too, but nobody's doubting themselves. Everybody's saying, no, you can do better. And if anything, instead of any kind of doubt, it's more, wait, why are you, why are you doubting yourself? Stop it. You can do better. Why are you not thinking much bigger, much faster? I can't tell you how many times I've had the people around me say, think much bigger, much faster. And it causes me to think, oh, wait, I can do so much more. Oh, wait, I can actually do better. So Right. Versus um, if you were around people saying like, wow, why are you doing that? Or constantly questioning and causing that doubt, then you could start to feel that doubt too. And I've actually been so I had a conversation with Ruby and Ruby actually had a friend who she was talking, Ruby was talking about how, oh, I want to be a millionaire. And one of her friends said, why don't you think of a more realistic goal versus having friends who are like, you want to be a millionaire? Why not billionaire? We're so young. There's still so much we can do, but that's, that just brought me back to that. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, it's so true what they say about the people that you're around, um, that you're like an average of the handful of people that you surround yourself with. And it's true because what thoughts those people have and they're saying become your thoughts because that's what you're hearing. So it's the same with not just the people you're around, but like everything you consume. Um, mm -hmm. How do you think, like, other aspects of your environment besides just the people you're around, how, how that influences your mindset? So I very specifically chose to sit in front of this wall because um, we had – Maya actually did a lot of these. Um, but we had talked about, like, what is your dream environment? Are you creating your dream environment? But how Britt said, when my house is a mess, my mind is a mess. How many times have you decluttered your home? You decluttered your space and now all of a sudden you feel decluttered in your mind. Um, but also, what are you seeing every single day? Um, and I had actually watched two different chairmen speak. It was David Imonitie and Paola Sansores. And they said, print out your goal 20 times. Write it out, print it out, or whatever it is, print out a picture and put it around your house as many times as you can so that you can always see it. So that it is always in the forefront of your mind. And it's not, it's amazing how much I, how much more I really do think about it. Like you think that it's always in the front of your mind anyways, but some of the things that are back here are um, 
book times for IPAs, income producing activities. Are you doing that? Thank you, God. Literally just a reminder to be grateful. Um, put in the reps. I get whatever I want. Having that affirmation of I get whatever I want. Um, there's yes. some over there as like we literally have these everywhere. Practice is the mother of skills. Raise your awareness and having those things in the forefront of your mind, I feel like are so important. And it's not just, hey, what are you know, you could maybe be in a space where you're like, oh, this isn't my favorite space, but can you create your perfect environment? Mm. Can you put something further into your environment to make that better? But also, what kind of books are you reading? What kind of podcasts are you listening to? What kind of videos are you watching? Um, what are you, like how you said, what is it that you're consuming to create that mindset? Um, and I think once there's an awareness of that, everything changes um but what do yeah. you where where have you experienced that uh so many places so many places um yes i love to hear i love that. that environment um and that's what i wanted to touch on first what you were saying about creating creating your like ideal environment even if you might not have full control over that so I have a very tiny desk because it was the only desk that would fit in this space in my room that I share with my boyfriend in our apartment. So for a while, I was like, oh, like this is not the most conducive workspace. I can't focus here because the desk is so tiny. And I always have a huge stack of books. Like this is literally half the stack that I have sitting on my desk at all times. So I didn't even have space to work because my notebooks and then my books were taking up the whole space. So it took me like a few different processes of rearranging where I put the desk so I have more space for my chair. I bought a little shelf that's like shoved in the corner on the wall. Um, that's like hanging from the wall because I don't have any floor space to put the books up. And I put my vision board right behind me and then something I painted right up here and I have a window right beside me. So. Although I don't have full control because I only have this room and I only have this small desk, there's still these things that I could do to create more of my dream workspace and more of my like dream environment. But it's interesting because although I have all this and now like I love sitting here, it's my favorite part of my room. If I let the desk get messy, then it no longer is like my dream workspace. Mm. So I feel like that's something that sometimes for me when I'm thinking about my environment I think in such a big picture and I think like well this 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 and this isn't how I want it to be that's why I can't focus right now or that's why this isn't my ideal environment but sometimes it really is like the super simple thing because although I've done all this work to make this like my perfect space if I don't pick up all my pins and if I don't put my books away then it's no longer like my perfect environment. So I think, like, for me, it's about realizing those small things I can do no matter where I go. So if I go out to a coffee mm. shop, I know that I like my laptop, like, sitting over here. And I'm not going to have my notebooks a mess on the table. I'm going to have it, like, organized and nice. So that way, in some way, it is, like, the ideal environment. Ooh, I like this Ooh, question. good question. Thank you. That's an amazing question. Um... So 
I actually have an answer, but Stacey, do you want to answer first? No, I want to hear your answer. Okay, so the question is, sometimes it feels overwhelming to think about creating that space. How do you start the process without feeling overwhelmed? And I actually think, for me, it's genuinely just meeting yourself where you're at right now. Where are you now and where do you want to go? And I think that that's so important. And I think that that's something that I had a very difficult time doing at first. Like literally take a paper and write out who are you now and who do you want to be? And then realize the things that you have to do or become to get there. And at that point, start with the first step. Literally take that first step. Because if you've ever heard that quote, um, picture your higher self and show up as her or picture your higher self and show up as him. Can you, okay, this is where I'm at right now. This is who I want to become. Can I just take that first step and show up as her? Can I just take that first step and be exactly who I want to be? And sometimes that could just be, um, I was actually talking to Ash earlier today and we were talking about how do I, there's so many things I want to develop. Where do I start? But can you start by just reading 10 pages of a book of maybe of skill you want to develop. Can you start by, okay, well, this is one of my goals. I'm going to go ahead and write out a couple sticky notes to remind myself to have that in the front of my mind and create a wall like this. Um, or, hey, some of the goals that you have, you create a vision board for you to just have that in the front of your mind. Like my ideal body is in the, is printed out and on my wall because I need to remind myself, okay, you haven't been getting into the gym. What are you doing to become the person that you want to become? Um, so that's, that's kind of what I would say. Take that first step and show up as your higher self. Yeah. And I feel like the first step that can really like catapult you to that growth and really accelerate you like fast on that path of growth is to change your environment in some way. So whether that is printing out or writing out your goals and putting it up there for you to see it, or maybe it's not watching TV tonight, but reading this book instead, or some type of like environmental change to cause that trigger in your brain and tell you like, oh, hey, like, I'm going to start doing something new and something different that is going to help me be my highest self and on that journey towards that. I also have another thought to that. Um, also, making sure you're surrounding yourself with people who are on that same frequency. Um, because with that being said, I feel like I'm always put, I always put myself in an environment where I want to, I want to elevate, I want to be better. But there's plenty of times where I felt like, oh, I'm just not feeling my best self today. And this past weekend, going and being in that space where I'm surrounded by people who are up-leveling their lives, I'm like, wait, 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 if all these people can do it, if all these people can, can be that as well, then I can do it too. So I think it's also, you know, you talked about the five people that you surround, or the handful of people that you surround yourself with, realizing, hey, are the people that I'm surrounding myself with, are they adding to my life? Are they, the, are they do I want to be a part of that circle? And is that who I want to be? Is that who I want to present myself as? Um, and if not, I think even if it's just adding different people on social media or listening to different voices, when I first started listening to podcasts, my favorite part of listening to a podcast, since I see it's the out podcast, um, the first time I really was listening to a personal development podcast, I truly felt like 
listening to Manifestation Babe, she was like a new friend that I had. Like she really felt like my best friend and I'd go on runs and like I'd come back and like I joined her email list and I was like, Manifestation Babe just wrote me and it said, hey, gorgeous Stephanie. <laughs> and like, it was genuinely like a new friend. So I think that is another way to really take that first step to surround yourself and put yourself in that right environment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> and I feel like creating that environment is one of, like, is the most powerful way to change your mindset. Um, when I was preparing for this topic and just doing a few different, like, Google searches and seeing what was coming up, almost every single book or article or podcast that has something to do with changing your mindset or breaking out of a fixed mindset and into a growth mindset or anything about that kind of like leveling up of your mind. One of the first things they say to do is to change your environment in some way. And when mm -hmm. I saw that, I'm like, wow, okay. Like it really is. And when I think back on my life, I think about um, just different times when I have had an environmental change either by my choice or forced into an uncomfortable situation and how it's always caused so much growth. Um, Steph, do you have any example of a time that either you chose for the environmental change or like it just happened and what it did for you? Yes, I feel like I have so many. Oh my gosh. Um, so so yes, but the example that I want to give is very much linked to a question that I have for you. Okay. So if we can backtrack to that question really quick, um, I want to ask you what, so obviously we've talked on here that one of the biggest things that brought us closer together was you actually getting started with trading and next level big faith. Um, how do you feel like being a part of that community and being surrounded by that family that we've been that family and that culture we've been able to create how do you feel like that's impacted your mindset um in so many amazing ways like instantly my mind is just going through so many things to say i almost can't put it into words um but it's really affected my mindset in two ways and the first way is just my general mindset towards life and really just being grateful um and positive which is something that i have always worked to do and work to be i've always wanted to be someone who is just spreading love and light and to be positive but since i've become part of this family and this community is the first time that i'm like fully around that so like everyone was saying you know um or like Maya was saying, actually, no matter how hard you might have the mental discipline and the men mental strength to keep your peace or to keep your positivity, if you get thrown into a shit storm of negative people, excuse mm. my language, <laughs> it's going to affect you to some extent. No matter how much you focus on your own positivity, you will be affected by that. So the same flip side, if you're not feeling that great or if you're having a day where maybe things aren't going how you desire, you're feeling kind of negative. If you put yourself in this environment of positivity, it's going to affect you. Um, and I've experienced that a few times since being part of this family where 
maybe it's just a day where I'm feeling lazy or not as motivated or maybe some things really aren't not going great and sometimes you know I'll take some time to myself but really to pull me out of that funk is to put myself back into that positive environment there's only so much willpower and discipline we have ourselves um and being part of this team has really 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 changed my mindset around money and income and the availability and accessibility of money out there for everyone before this i probably had said the words like oh yeah i don't even want to be a millionaire what who would say that why would you speak that how like because i always just thought oh money's not my priority i don't want to do something just for money all this and we kind of touched on this a little bit and alive when we were speaking about money but when you asked me that question, just to think like, wow, my mindset really went from like, yeah, like, uh, I don't want to be a millionaire to like, okay, cool. I'm going to be a millionaire like next year. And then yes. like, and then like, let's be a billionaire after that. And it's really interesting when I look at the environment we have with our team and our family and how it's just such a growth mindset and motivation and love and gratitude and everyone working towards becoming millionaires and then maybe some other friend groups I have where if I speak about these same type of topics, they're going to be like, what are you even talking about? Like, do you even have a job right now? <laughs> and I'll be like, oof. Like, it's, just, it's really interesting when you can start to step back and you can observe how different environments you might find yourself in can affect you. Yes. And that's genuinely where I was going, where I was going to go with that, because an example of a shift in mindset where I had, where I guess I chose to change my environment, but not really, because I didn't really choose. I chose to start trading, but I feel like Ruby chose it for me at first. <laughs> and I remember, like, I just was working, like, I, I, I was cool with working, like, I, I was very comfortable with where I was at. And... I also feel like I came from, or I come from a home where I never really needed anything um, at all. Like my, like we were good, but like I said earlier, like I didn't even know anybody that was making those six figures. I didn't know anybody. And if I did, maybe I knew like one or two people, um, but I saw a lot of people being really comfortable with where they were at with not six figures. So I was comfortable with that. And to think back to that, honestly, it's kind of, crazy to me but I remember coming into this and the whole reason that I even decided to start trading in the first place was because Ruby told me hey there's this 17 year old or he might have been 16 at the time actually there's this 16 year old he goes to university high school and we went to university high school she was like he's making a lot of money I think you should I think you should look at this he's going to your high school and the fact that he hasn't even graduated and is a six-figure earner residually I was like, wait, 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 if he can do it, I can do it. But I think so many times we set our ceiling, we set our standards by what we surround ourselves with. Mm. We set like all these like, oh, because my mom did that, I'm going to do that. Like, why? And I think so many times, like the first time I heard we're programmed 
and we, we touched briefly on this, I think, um, the first time I heard like, hey, we're programmed to believe certain things, how many people can finish the sentence, money doesn't grow on? Trees. Get, go to school and so that you can get into a good? College. So that you can get a good? Job. <laughs> like, why do we all think the same things? But now we've come to a place where I feel like as millennials, like we have the internet, you can make money from anywhere. And I think that's really where my mindset, my mindset was shifted so big because I never cared to be a millionaire. I never even cared to be a six figure earner. And now when my friends, I had a friend tell me, yeah, one of my mentors is earning $400,000 a year. And I'm just like, I just hung out with one of my mentors who's earning $250,000 a month. Like, why would you not want to be mentored by somebody who was mentored by Bob Proctor and is making $250,000 a month, not a year? So I think really like, who are you surrounding yourself by? Right. And can you surround yourself by those people more? So. Exactly. Honestly, it's so amazing to me when I like reflect on my previous mindset because I almost can't understand how I thought that way. I'm like, wait, what? Like, how did I have, how was I creating these limitations on myself? How did I have such a fixed mindset? Um, yeah, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> Um, I think there are some things in the chat. Yeah, me too. I'm going back and looking at them right now. Um, oh, Ash said, yes, living in a homeless shelter, not by choice, but greatest lessons of my life. Wow. Exactly. So that's, that's the other thing why I feel like where we can step into our power <laughs> and harness our power with this topic is to uh, create the environments ourselves and to create those environments changes ourselves before it gets to a place where we're really put with our back against the wall. Um, we've mm. all heard stories about millionaires or celebrities who also were once living in a homeless shelter or I forgot who, but there's someone I can't remember, but someone of a huge corporation who had started like five companies that all went bankrupt and completely failed before they started their sixth company. That's what took them to become a millionaire and a billionaire. So they got down to a place where like their back was really up against the wall. And how can we find that motivation and how can we go beyond just our mental willpower and create the mindset we want to achieve those goals and that's by changing our environment right now that's by making those choices that will set us up to be our best selves in the future mm. also when it comes to your back being up against the wall i feel like how are you choosing to respond to something um and i feel like sometimes our backs are up against the wall and we're like no like what do i do next like where do i go but i feel like and I swear I touch on this on every single time we're alive, but how much faith do we truly have that everything's working in our favor and that everything's happening in our favor and that no matter what, my success is inevitable. And I feel like once you can truly harness that and 
know that no matter what, and that's always easier said than done, which is why I feel like environment is also important. Um, but when you're up against the wall, when your back's up against the wall, are you just going to fight or flight? Like, can you sit here and make sure that you are in an environment where you are going to fight, where you are going to push forward? And maybe at first it's a flight reaction, but when you're putting yourself in an environment to consume different personal development or videos or podcasts or surrounding yourself by different people, I feel like you can respond a lot better. Absolutely. And then that's when you can have more trust in your environment and trust in yourself and the actions that you're taking. Um, because one of my favorite mantras is I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. Mm. And I wouldn't be able to write that and think that if I didn't feel did I break up a little bit? Am I back? Okay. No, um, you're good. Okay. But yeah, I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I wouldn't be able to say that and truly believe that if I didn't feel like I was. <laughs> and mm. even though some things might not be happening or me like how I want or I'm not in the exact spot I want to be or anything like that, if I take certain steps to control my environment and to create the environment I want, then I can truly believe that. If I set up my workspace to be the most productive, then I can truly sit here and say, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I'm about to clear these trades and make money. Yes. But if I'm stressed out and my room's a mess and I'm sitting here, am I really going to believe that when I say it? Is that all going to happen? Um, so I think that it helps you to have that trust in yourself and to be able to like move with confidence. Mm, I like that a lot. And I actually feel like there was more things in here. Hold on. In the chat? Yeah. So I feel like there's so much negativity out right now. Even the people, it generally, the people I generally find comfortable in started to be super negative. How do you deal with this? For example, family members, etc. Um, do you have an answer? Hmm. I'm not sure. Um, that is that is a difficult place. Um, and for one, I would say for me personally, sometimes if I find myself in that situation, I have to step back out of that situation and away from that environment into a better environment where I can kind of like regain my strength <laughs> to come back and then do my best to influence those people in a positive way um, mm. but it can definitely be challenging if you're experiencing like the negative environment from people that maybe previously were your positive environment do you have any suggestions yes. about that? <clears throat> so I feel like I feel like this goes back to my answer to one of the first questions um Find where you're at now and where you want to go and what aligns with that. And I think once you can have it literally set, like written out plain, like literally like look at it so that you can understand where it is that you want to go and taking in, because sometimes we could be surrounded by, and actually, mo oh, so I had gone to a meetup recently and 
we were, it was an Orlando meetup and shout out to Mo Ray. I don't she's not on here, but if she, you listen to this, shout out to you girl. Cause this has stuck in my mind. Um, she said, you know, the environment that I come from is not my favorite environment, but because I'm a part of this family, because I'm a part of this community, I'm able to go into my telegram chats and be in such a positive environment that my environment's in my phone. The environment in my phone is better than the environment around me. So I'm choosing to acknowledge this environment more. Mm. And the fact that she said that, you know, really take a look at, okay, what's important to you? Because I feel like recently, like my parents don't have the results that I want. They know that I love them. They know that the results that I want are for them. They know that eventually I will want to help them. They don't always understand my decisions and what I want to do and why I continue to do certain things. But I feel like at a certain point, you can sit here and start to be like, no, this is, this is actually, you can start picking and choosing what you want to consume. Because sometimes my mom tells me things and I'm like, well, you didn't even listen to me when I said this. Or you don't even agree with me on this. And maybe that's just not what I choose is right for me. So don't take it in and look at it to consume it. Listen and know what you want to consume and actually take in. Yes. Create a better environment for yourself around you and in your phone. Maybe that's a group of people that are truly going to uplift you. Maybe that's being a part of a different community on your phone. Maybe that's the people that you choose to follow on Instagram. How many times have you had somebody on Instagram, they post something negative, and I'm just like, at least for me, I'm like, why do I even follow you? <laughs> like, if you're not posting anything that's going to help my growth or that's going to make me laugh <laughs> or something along those lines, why do I even follow that? Um, so really creating an environment for yourself somewhere else so that, like you said, you can come back into that space and positively impact them as well. Something that I told my family I was going to do was, hey, guys, sometimes, like, I think we all need a lot of personal development. I'm about to start sending you guys some personal development so that you can have them. It's not your job necessarily to shift their mindset, but can you put them in front of information that they can consume? to shift their mindset? Is there maybe something that helped shift your mindset that you've listened to that you can send to your family members and be like, hey, I think you should listen to this. And maybe they won't get it right away, but can you continuously do that so that eventually we're all on that same frequency? Yes. And I feel like in order for you to be able to kind of have the strength to do that is to have your own positive environment like you were saying like in your phone or a different group of people um wow that's that's amazing um there was something else i wanted to touch on um oh how okay how if you have any example or story about a time when you were facing a problem or a not great situation or maybe you were just feeling stuck or unmotivated and you didn't um know how to go forward and you made a change of environment and it helped you kind of see a solution or a path forward hmm um hmm that's a good question 
Okay. Because I feel like we're kind of speaking a lot on the positive side, but I think that for me, there's been some times when I've been, when I felt either in a negative place or very stuck. And what really caused me to come out of that was by changing my environment. Mm. Okay. Yes. Um, and actually, when you talk about talking about the negative side of things, I have something else on that. But to answer your question, um, I feel like there was a point in time where, so I talked about this on a video that I had recorded, but there was a point in time where Ruby and I, like, there was just a lot of things happening back to freaking back. Like, we were going to be moving out of our apartment. We decided last minute to move to Tampa, but because we decided so last minute, um, we were about to get an apartment same day. And instead of getting that apartment same day, we, we freaking had to wait because of paperwork issues. And then we were kind of just in limbo and we had to figure out that situation. And gosh, there was just, I was in a different environment that I didn't create. And not to say that it was a bad environment, but I didn't create that environment. And then on top of that, we had moved to Tampa and we couldn't get our, all of our stuff over here to Tampa. So for a while we were just in an empty apartment and it didn't feel homey. It felt very empty. It felt very empty, literally. Like I was sleeping on, we had like the cushions from our couch that we brought and we were sleeping on that. And <laughs> It wasn't bad. I had my home. Like, I was excited to be in Tampa. But it just felt not not my environment. So to be here, like, I remember feeling very stuck and very down. And I was just like, why? Like, I'm, I have this new space. And then on top of that, literally, as soon as we moved, we had gotten into an accident. And I was just, my mindset was just not there. Like, I was just like, I'm so over this. But I also feel like that's when the environment like on your phone is the most important. And I also think it's letting go of, letting go of the, I have everything figured out mentality or letting go of having a certain ego or pride to be able to go to somebody else that does have some of the things that you want or maybe has the mindset that you want and just be like, Hey, like I'm just not in the best place right now. Can you just pour into me? please just tell me something that you think I need to hear or, you know, having mentors. I feel like, geez, having mentors has been one of the biggest, 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 biggest mindset shifts that I have had. But are you open to mentorship? Because you can sit here and say, I have a mentor all you want, but if you're not open to that mentorship, <laughs> you're not getting anything out of that mentor mentee relationship because are you truly listening? And that's something that I learned the hard way. <laughs> um, you know, I, it's not always easy to listen to something because you could be like, well, no, I'm like, what? What do you mean? Like, I already do that. Or like, but I feel like something that I've learned is a mentor always wants to help you level up. And if I just sat here and said, hey, I need to be poured into and they're saying something to me, just be open to the information, be open to the environment that you are going to put yourself in. Because if you can change that, if you can shift that, I feel like that is the biggest game changer. So then after that, being in Tampa, once we got all of our stuff, once I was like, wait, I need to create my dream environment again. I need to put things up on my walls again. I need to remind myself that I'm not in an empty space. This is my space now. And 
it was like a shift for me. It was something that threw me off. But being able to recreate that space and not just in the home, but with the people I'm surrounding myself with as well, I feel like that was a big shift that I had. Um, what about you? Um, oof. <laughs> Honestly, well, why I asked this question is because of something I read that said, you can't fix a problem in the same mindset it was created. Mm. And the same thing, you can't mm. fix a problem in the same environment it was created. So on a kind of like smaller scale example, every time that I um, have like a disagreement with my boyfriend, <laughs> um, we'll usually go outside and like take a walk and then come back or sometimes we'll just talk outside actually um and kind of discuss whatever disagreement we had and come to that resolution but we always physically move somewhere else from where we like originally had the disagreement and I never noticed this until recently and I think that's so interesting because sometimes the things about our environment really impacts us on a subconscious level like you having those sticky notes all over your apartment you're probably not consciously reading them every time you pass but you're getting them in your brain that's how advertisements work that's why there's billboards and commercials it's because it all goes into your head to some extent so being like in the space where we might have first had the disagreement when we're in there even if some time passed we're thinking about that disagreement and we're feeling like some of those negative emotions that first came up versus physically moving somewhere else, bringing like a fresh perspective and bringing, you know, more patience to kind of go through the disagreement. Um, and the same thing with my work. Anytime that I start to feel unfocused or just unmotivated or whatever it is, I'll just move to another spot in my house. And none of them are my highest ideal workspace, but it's still something about that like freshness, freshness of changing my physical space um, to bring like a freshness to my mind. Mm. When you said moving your, moving with your boyfriend, something that that made me think of is something that I've talked about with, with Ruby. There's been times where I think she actually told me about this, but I remember telling her to do it to like, as that reminder is genuinely shaking off the energy like, we talk about energy so much. And I remember there was a day where we were both just not in the best like headspace, but both of us talking back and forth. I was like, okay, I'm going to need you to get up and literally snap yourself out of it. And literally it was as simple as, and don't get me wrong. Like I'm sure there was still things, but can you literally just be like, okay, cool. I'm choosing to step out of that and genuinely just step out of it. Because what are you choosing to do? <laughs> what are, you know, in your mindset, like, what are you choosing to make that environment? And I guess I didn't even think about it in that way, like environment, but it's, it's a conversation that we've had, like, just step out of it, like, just make yeah. the decision. <laughs> exactly. And sometimes ha having that, like, ability to change your physical space causes that mental snap. And even if you can't, like sometimes if I am feeling super 
stressed or overwhelmed, I'll just close my eyes and snap out of it that way. Like when I close my eyes, I'll picture whatever peaceful thing I want to help pull me out of that. So I think there's a lot of ways that you can set that up. Yes. And I was actually, when I was preparing for this live, I was also listening to some things and something that was said that I feel like we don't usually think of, but what you, we talked, I think last time on our last live, we talked about your dream car, how you want a Tesla. But what are you, how do you treat your current car? <laughs> how, if you are staring straight ahead in your current car, you can't tell what car you're in. If you are staring outside the window of your home, you could very much be staring outside of your mansion window, outside of your penthouse window, outside of whatever your dream home is, you know, whatever your dream car is. So are you already treating your environment like it's the dream environment that you want? Um, so just a little food for thought. Next time you're sitting in your car, imagine yourself sitting in your Tesla. Yes. Honestly, and treat it like your Tesla. And treat it like it. Yeah, I've done that before. Um, I can't remember what car that we had rented, but we had rented like a fancy sports car and we were like driving in it. And then like for the next week when we were driving in our Honda, we kept saying like, oh yeah, we're in like the Corvette. Oh, it was a Corvette. We yes. Like, yeah, we're in the Corvette right now. Like, we have a Honda SUV. Like, it's not a Corvette. But we would open, like, the sunroof on it and pretend like it's, like, opening the Corvette. Like, we're in this. Yes. Ruby always sits down and she'll be like, are you ready? Are you ready? And she'll be like, push your head back. <laughs> Act like we're going really fast. And yes. if I don't do it, she will make me do it. <laughs> I love oh. it. And she'll make like the sounds of it and everything because why are you not already envisioning yourself in that? And living that way, right. And I feel like this is kind of off topic, but, and I just thought of this, but setting up to live like you already have those things all comes back to just living in a state of gratitude. And I feel like that might be why sometimes some people might get these things they desire. They might get this tesla or this porsche or this corvette or whatever it is and then still not be happy when they're driving it mm. because you have to have that gratitude so if i'm yes. gonna be happy driving my honda like it's a corvette when i'm in a tesla or when i'm in something hell yeah it's gonna stay um yes i love that you said that i love that you said that so much because gratitude in all things like yes. something that i feel like C. John has drilled in all of us is gratitude grants you access. And can you sit here and be grateful for the little things to get the big things? Jeez. I'm super grateful for my little girl that we make believe to be Ruby's Tesla. Yes, I'm here for it. <laughs> yes. Um, ooh, I had something that I wanted to ask you, but I just got way too excited talking about gratitude and I forgot. <laughs> Um, I don't even remember. Oh, so you had mentioned, we're talking a lot about the positives. Oh, there was something I was going to say about the negatives of it, but I can't even, mm, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. I can't remember. Oh. It was something about the negatives. Let's see when you're in a bad situation. 
When you're in a bad situation or an argument, it's also good to stop and think about at least three things you aren't grateful for to pull you back. Oh, you are grateful. You are, you you are grateful. Yes. yes. Exactly. Yeah. That gratitude Ooh. just powers through anything, honestly. I feel like when we realize, and I feel like for me sometimes too, it's, like, yes, we can be grateful for the little things. We can be grateful for the big things. But realizing there's somebody out there with less that's more grateful than you. But there's also somebody out there with more that's not as grateful. <laughs> Who's also not living their happiest life. Um, on environment, I did have one other thing I was going to quickly touch on. And then we can wrap it up because we are coming up on, like, 45 minutes. Um, and it was this one article I was reading and to be honest, at first I was like, no, I don't agree. <laughs> but as I kind of <clears throat> read more of it and opened my mind to receive what they were saying, I got their point. And what they were speaking on was that consciously and that within our own minds, we have a limited amount of willpower available no matter how disciplined or motivated and determined you might feel, we have limited willpower. You can be the most motivated person, but at some point you're going to have a moment where the motivation is a little bit less and that that is where the environment is so important to push through. And I can relate to that so much with our trading team because there's been times where maybe I just don't feel like trading right now or maybe last time I traded it didn't go great so if I was just doing it on my own maybe it would be like a day or a week or a month before I took another trade but guess what I'm in a community of people trading and making money literally every minute constantly reminding me to get back out there and go do it and there's this call where this person's gonna help me or whatever and being in that environment, even though my own personal willpower is a little bit less in that moment, because I'm in that environment, it can help me push through. And another example I thought about was the gym. So mm. gyms have been closed in California, which I'm going to speak about on every live until they open <laughs> back up. <laughs> um, so I have been doing some home workouts. Do you know how many times I've been in the middle of a set and I've just stopped my whole workout? And I'm just like, okay, I'm done. Like, because I'm two feet from my bed working out. So I'm just going to sit down right now. Versus if I was in the gym, my workout would be at least an hour. I would never leave early because I drove all the way there. And I'm all the way yes. inside. And I'm around 20, 50 other people all working out super hard. So it's not that it's a competition. And it's not that I'm, like, judging them. But it's just being in that environment of everyone else working out. I'm going to work out. And I'm going to finish my set. Even though I know they're not looking at me. I'm going to kind of feel like, oh, shit, they're going to know if I if I don't finish. Yeah. Um, Even if they aren't looking at you, I feel like that's like, it's like, oh, I need to. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and I feel like that is just a way, another example of how powerful your environment can be. Mm, and, okay, so since you said that, I also wanted to touch really quick on energy. I feel like I, I don't know if I started this exactly at nine, but I know this will get cut off at an hour. So something I really wanted to touch on, I was listening to this video by Cash Cartier and he was talking about, um, and I feel like it really hit hard because I was at convention. He was talking about at these conventions, we always get told stand up, 
Okay, now you can sit down. Okay, jump up and down. Okay, like raise your hand if, or do this if, or all these things. And like you get told to stand up and jump up and down and yell and scream and all these things. When really, if you listen to every single person, look up somebody that has money and find something that where they're talking about how they got there. And a lot of people are talking about energy. A lot of people are talking about what energy are you putting yourself in? Can you sit here and celebrate your successes now? Can you sit here and jump up and down because you're grateful now? Like listening to The Secret, one of the things that she said on there, Rhonda Byrne was talking about, I get up and with every step I take, I say, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Having that energy now so that you can feel that now so that it can come into your life now. And something that was said at convention is heart and earth have the same letters. What you manifest in your heart, what is in your heart is going to manifest on earth. Ooh. And I felt like that was so powerful to even hear because how, what energy are you really putting yourself on? Like I was in that energy and I already felt so excited for life. Why couldn't I feel that at home? But it was because there were so many people in the same energy around me, jumping up and down, celebrating, screaming, chairman scream on three, like all these things. There's no way I'm gonna feel around all this energy. There's no way I'm gonna feel down around all this big energy. Yes, and we can cultivate that ourselves to an extent, but it only, can really become like a paradigm shift when it's your entire environment which is being at the convention around everyone else yes yes i i have a newfound love like i've always loved events but i have a newfound love for events and like yeah. hearing everybody just hype you up like you're hyping other people up while they're hyping you up and it's just like ah yes. and i feel like energy energy is the biggest part about environment what energy are you bringing into your environment to be able to shift that mindset yes absolutely i have a painting um that i actually painted right when you walk in my house and it says be aware of the energy you bring in this home Ooh, and i love that that's my, like my little warning to anyone who comes over because it's true like so also that being said like what energy are you allowing to come in what energy are you bringing in and you creating but also what energy are you allowing to come in coming down to like the music you listen to now i am dating a rapper i listen to rap music that <laughs> talks about negative stuff sometimes but i'm not gonna listen to just knowing when to bring in different things um and just the energy that it makes you feel not as much as what it's saying but just the way it makes you feel because i was another thing i read wasn't just about the people that you spend your time around but the places that you go how do you feel when you're at that place how do you feel when you're talking to that person how do you feel after do you feel drained or motivated mm. so is that something that you want to bring back into your environment is that energy that you want to allow back in or what I love that but I love that I love how you brought up energy and I feel like that was a perfect way to end it yes um yes I am so grateful and I don't know if this is gonna cut us off or not but just want to say, I am always so grateful for you. I am always so grateful for everybody who's on our lives. This is actually, I feel like, one of our lives that has had the most active people stay all the way through. So thank you for that. And that's, that's just so much gratitude. And I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. And thank you, Steph.
And I can't wait to talk to you again next week. All right. Talk to you soon. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>